Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. That is right. Welcome back to a Tuesday edition, the 97th edition of the Nightly Morning Show. We are quickly approaching 100. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're almost there. We are in week 20 of doing this. Yeah. That's wild. I know. I can't believe that. That's wild. But we did it. We did it. We're going to hit episode 100 on Friday. On Freddy. Freddy, Freddy. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Uh, if you're watching this on our YouTube page, thank you. Please like and subscribe, but also come watch us live. Uh, starting next week, it's going to be Monday mornings only, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. Uh, you can also come watch us live if you're currently listening to our podcast feed. Mm -hmm. I know there are some of you who like uh, just the just our voices and not our faces, and that I understand. That's fair. Um, especially ever since I dyed my hair, I, I wouldn't turn on the video either. Um, but I hope that you'll come watch us live. Unfortunately, you do have to put up the video. <laughs> but, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's life. Sometimes you have to look at people you don't want to look at. Wow. Like your wife. Wow. Okay. All right. I, I feel very attacked right now. Um, I was going to be all nice. Like, I was going to be like, no, I like your pink hair. Like, I don't, I don't mind it. It's, it's, it's totally fine. And now I'm just like, all right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You did a bad dye job. I did. I know. It's just, it's, it's really just like it, the bottoms back here are, it's like brown. Know, there's a chunk right here that's just brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's great. It's, it's it. hilarious. The more, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, why did I, why, why did I say I would do it myself? You know what? You, you tried? I have a, I have a wife who is good at these things. And I was like, you know what? No, I've got this. Well, you know, it, it, it was definitely more fun that way, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm sleepy. Yeah, you went for a bold lip. I, yeah. Honestly, I probably shouldn't have because I was late. That's fine. You're always late. Um... Yeah, but I was like 10 minutes late and I was like, I just, like, I, I get really, um. Shin, thank you for gifting that sub to Azo. Shin, thank you so much. I get really like particular with like the lines and if they're not perfect, mm -hmm. it bothers me. But the problem is that because I sit at a slight angle, it still like doesn't look perfect, look perfect in the camera. Mm, and so it's mm, like mm, mm, mm. pissing me off. But here we are. I think it looks fantastic. Oh, thank you. Um, Even though you don't like looking at me. I love looking at you. I just like have to keep you humble because you're so pretty. You're so smart. You're so talented. And if your head gets too big, you'll realize I'm not good enough for you. And then I yeah, okay. will be a divorcee. Okay. And sure. Uh, sure. So I've got, I've, I, you know, it, it's, a, it's a balancing line of like saying enough nice things that you're mm -hmm. like, oh, he loves me. But then like having he those like me. slight one-two punches to like keep you at my level. Wow. Wow. Because uh, I can't lose you or else my life will have no meaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we had this talk live on the internet. <laughs> Publicly in front of other people? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How are you doing? <laughs> how, how are you doing? How's your day? I'm good. Y'all, we, uh, we're, we're, we're. Two badges away from finishing our beadroll run. Not really. We still have to beat the Elite Four. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to do that today. So uh, if you guys want to come back at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 
we are going to be playing the Beedrill Run here on twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. Uh, we're having an earlier stream tonight because uh, I'm really excited about this. Tonight is the premiere of Superman and Lois. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the first live action Superman show that we've had on television since the Dean Kane show in the 90s. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to see what they do. Uh, for those of you who've been following us for a while, you know, we've done two trailer reactions mm -hmm. for the show. Uh, we did a trailer reaction to the first trailer, which we both resoundly did not like at all. Yeah. Um, and then a second trailer, which we both really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, did and... you ever respond to the guy on Twitter? No, I'll do that. I'll do that tonight um, before the show. One of the editors of the, the trailer on Twitter reached... Of the one we liked. The one that we liked reached out to us on Twitter and was like... Hey, I just, you guys kind of nailed what I was going for with this. And, and we were like, wait, what? So, yeah, that was very cool. I, I need to reply to that guy. It was very cool. Um, Chaotic Neutral Goblin in the chat is bringing up Smallville. Smallville is not a Superman show, Smallville is a Clark Kent show. And uh, I will die on this hill in forever. Small, in, in Smallville, Clark Kent is Superman for exactly one shot. And it is the final shot at the very end. Uh, Smallville is like a prequel. It's, it's in the same way that I don't think that Gotham is a Batman show because Bruce Wayne isn't Batman until the very end of it. Mm. Um, although actually he is Batman for more of that show than um, Superman is in Smallville. Mm -hmm. <coughs> um, I think Smallville is a great show. I watched... I Okay, I only watched the first seven seasons. Um, only the first seven. Well, Michael Rosenbaum left um and i and lex luther left the show mm. and he was why I, he was my favorite part and ah. so i just I, I fell off i i should go watch the last three seasons mm -hmm. um but uh when michael rosenbaum left i just kind of was like I, this is what i was here for right. the relationship between um tom and michael's clark and uh lex was was that show for me mm -hmm. and without that i just didn't i don't know i didn't really yeah. I wasn't interested in continuing. I also was, like, going into college and was like, I don't have time. That's fair. There's, what, ten? Yeah, I think ten, ten seasons? seasons of Smallville. Right. Yeah, and that's look, just Anne's favorite show. I'm, I am I will forever be grateful to Smallville. I think that it is... the Modern superhero television exists because of Smallville. Mm -hmm. I think that it, it paved the way for so much of the CW universe, which everyone knows I love and watch every single episode of every show of. Um, th th this is stuff that I love and mm -hmm. Smallville is the precursor to that. And I, I will always be grateful to it. However, it's not a Superman show. The, the old, like you could call him the red, blue, blur, blur, if you want. The red, blue, blur. That's what they call him in the show. Cause he can't fly yet. Right. So he just runs really fast. Oh, um, and what? so in photos it's all, they're like, there, here's another photo of the red, blue, blur. Cause he'll like save the day, but all the, the photograph will just be like a red, blue, blur, red, blur. A red blue blur. Why did they name him that? It is so hard to say. Um, yeah, running that. in and saving the day. All right. Yeah, that's definitely. I definitely wouldn't consider that a Superman show then. But yeah, I'm excited for. I'm excited for Superman and Lois. I'm kind of like apprehensive. Not gonna lie. The first trailer, mm -hmm. not good. Um, but the second one looks pretty decent. So I think it depends on which side the actual show airs towards mm -hmm. um because if it just is so dark it makes me want to curl up under my desk and chew on the wires then no i don't want to watch it so no, yeah. we're we're gonna have to see i don't think it will this goes. i i have a feeling the i have a feeling the first trailer was 
a cut by a trailer editor. I don't think the actual show will be able to... I, I just don't think the show would be able to sustain the tone. Yeah. Even, like, the, the tone of Man of Steel only works in a movie. But if you tried to stretch that tone out over a series, it would just kind of get lethargic. Mm-hmm. And I don't anticipate the CW putting out a show that has that feeling. I- I'm really excited for yeah. tonight. Um, Shin, Shin's just on a gifting spree lately. Shin, thank you for gifting us sub to Muddles. Shin is, is being a mad lad. Shin is truly being a mad lad. Um, uh, but Muddles, thank enjoy you. your, your six month of subscription, my friend. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for tonight. I, I'm curious. I, I like Tyler Hecklin as Superman. I've said it mm-hmm. ever since that first Supergirl episode he premiered in. I, I think that he's a really, really good Superman. Mm-hmm. And what I've loved about his Superman on television is his positivity. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll get some of that tonight. Um, as well as an explanation as to how you could be Superman your kids' whole lives uh, without them knowing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they must have... I, I don't know... That's like the greatest cover-up in the history of cover-ups. Um, yeah, truly, truly, truly. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Well, but, probably not tonight. We'll find out over the course of a few episodes, I think. Um, no, I feel like tonight we have to learn how they pulled it off. Okay. I don't think the kids are going to learn... The, oh, no, you know what? I think the kids are going to learn he's Superman in the first episode. Actually, yeah, that was a lot of the trailer. So I think yeah. you're right. I think that's they only have fifteen episodes. So I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna jump feed in. Yeah, I can see that. Do you do you think that this show starts like with a quiet scene on Kent Farm, or big action sequence to start it off? Uh, Kent Farm. Really? That's I up. think it's gonna be a big action sequence. I think they're gonna start off with Superman being Superman, right. and then it's gonna pull back into Clark Kent. All right. I bet you some dark chocolate. Ooh, it's a dark chocolate bet. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know we were actually betting, but sure. Why not? Why, why the hell not? It's a dark chocolate bet. There's the, like, you can't really lose. This means <laughs> do- more dark chocolate in the house, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, it would be better if we didn't like the same chocolate. Like, if one of us liked milk and one of us liked dark. Well, I do like milk, would... but, it, yeah. Dark is, um, it's just it's, better. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Sometimes I'm in the mood for milk chocolate. Most of the time, I'll take the dark chocolate. Uh, should we get into some news? Where is the news? <laughs> it's on there somewhere. Not the story I wanted to talk about first, so we're going to talk about something else first, then I'm going to find that later. Y'all, Zack Snyder has never seen Justin uh, Joss Whedon's cut of Justice League, which is surprising considering he, he is credited as being the director on it. Um, why? Why why hasn't he watched it? Yeah. Well, Christopher Nolan and his wife sat down and watched it together. Um, and they decided that he should never see it, uh, because it would make him cry. Um, which I, you know what, like, here's the thing. This story's funny to me for a lot of reasons, but the, the, the love of, like, being his friend and being his wife and being like, you know what, you just don't. Like, I need more friends like that in my life. Yeah. Okay. I Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> like that the movie had so many problems that I feel like watching it as research, as what not, <laughs> what to, not do, to do, would actually be really <laughs> helpful. Because right now I'm really terrified that this movie is going to be trash based on what we've seen. The, like we the, liked the trailer. We didn't thing. like one photo of the Joker. Okay. we I liked the trailer until the end. 
Yeah, it's true. And then true. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be, like, cringy, gross, preachy, like... Pretentious. Yeah. No. Just, like, up its own ass. And I, I just have no interest. You know what I mean? Like... And I, this... Here's the thing. I don't think it can be worse than the Snyder Cut. Or than the Joss Whedon Cut. This is so confusing. I hate talking about this. Um, because, you know, at least Henry Cavill's face will look like Henry Cavill's face the whole time. Yeah. The, in the entire movie... Henry Cavill will never once look like Shrek. Here's and that is that is a gift to humanity. Yes. Here's the thing. I think the movie's going to look a hell of a lot better. Mm -hmm. The movie, I think, is going to look great, which is why I really hope we can see it in a theater. But I, I don't know if the story... Like, I don't know if the movie itself is going to be better. Which is, like, impressive because the Justice League is so bad. Yeah. Um, well, and, and Frank, so Frank Baines brings up, what if all the Joker stuff is just to get people to watch it and he's only a movie for like five minutes? Here's the thing. Then Frank that Baines, would still piss me off. But okay, well then you're going to be mad in two seconds. Here's what we know about the Joker. He is in a single scene of the movie. He's only in one scene. Uh -huh. And so all of this marketing, all of this like shock tactic marketing is for a single scene. Which is cheap. It's cheap. And lazy, and I hate it. I yeah, and I I I I I I'm not a fan of it. I think that they're using the Joker because the Joker's popular, and I and because I, people have such conflicting opinions on him. Well, yeah, because it's controversial, and like using controversy to market your movie. And and I said this. I made a video yesterday on the channel. If you guys didn't see it, uh, talking about that uh, Jesus picture um, of Joker with the th crown of thorns on. And my point in it was that it felt like it was just using the fact that it will upset people to get people to talk about the movie. Yeah. And I was confused because I feel like the movie had really good word of mouth. And I was like, why put this out? Everyone was already talking about your movie. Like, you didn't need to be controversial. Yeah. Everyone is talking about this. Yeah. It just felt, it just felt like a misstep from a marketing perspective for the film. Yeah. That is on track to be very watched and get people to sign up for HBO Max. Like, I just feel like this movie's going to do everything they want it to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. It's so, it's such a bizarre, it, it's such a bizarre turn because we, we walked away from the trailer being like, it was a funny line at the end, but like, we're pretty into this. Like, we're, I feel, I feel pretty into Snyder Cut. And then this mm -hmm. came out, and, and there was a whole there was a whole interview um, yesterday uh, that came out with Zack Snyder that was really interesting, and he did finally um, address kind of the toxic fans within the Snyder Cut movement. Yeah, I did see that, and I appreciate him addressing that. Um, I, I've said before that that was like my first interaction with Snyder Cut was with the more toxic side of it, mm -hmm. um, and that I you know I know that it's some charitable work and there's great stuff about Snyder Cut fans as well. I, I don't want to say, um, I don't want to say like. Every, it goes either way 100%, right? Yeah. It's, it's somewhere down the middle. But um, I don't know. This, this that Putting out that photo as marketing, it, it just felt very off-putting to me. And I, yeah. I, I don't know why. It, I, just because it didn't really feel like it had much purpose. Yep. Yeah. yeah for, I'm the same. I, like, I, I hate that it's there. And I don't really think that there's a way it could be in the movie that's going to make me okay with kind of how they handled mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, especially knowing he's only in one scene. So, honestly, right now, I'm just kind of pissed. Yeah, ever since he played... Uh, Jared Leto's kind of been off-putting to me ever since he played the um, trans wo uh, woman in Dallas Buyers Club. I don't know. I don't know that he did that. Uh, yeah, he he won an Academy Award for it, I believe. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie, and he's great in it. But then, ever since then, he's, he's, he's made some weird choices. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very strange. Very strange. But um, you know what, Zack Snyder? Can I be honest? Don't watch the Joss Whedon cut of Justice League, even though your name's on it. And you know what, Warner Brothers? After this comes out, if this is good, just, just, just like get rid of it. Just, just don't put, just, just don't put it up anywhere. Put what? The okay. Joss Whedon cut. Just like. Yeah. Just um. Hand it over to Disney and be like, hey Disney, we know you've got a vault. <laughs> can you can you put this in it? And it'll yeah. be like, uh, hopefully Pocahontas and Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah. Just keep them in there. Yeah, we don't we don't need them. Close em. the door. Yeah. Lock it um, six times. <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, Mark Miller and Frank Quietly's Jupiter's Legacy, a comic book that uh, is, is pretty loved um, and has a long legacy, mm-hmm. pun intended, uh, is coming to Netflix in the form of an animated show. Um, um, or maybe it's not animated. Um... Uh, it's not. Maybe? I don't actually know. Um, but what I do know is that the show is coming May 7th. Um, Jupiter's Legacy, Legacy is a fun show. I don't want to spoil anything about it. Okay. Um, but it, it, it's, it's a really fun comic. Uh, Mark Miller is an incredible writer. Frank Quietly is an incredible artist. Uh, and, uh, I, we're going to do a trailer reaction once we have a trailer to react to. This teaser, uh, that they put out today isn't really worth doing that to. Um, yeah. but, uh, I definitely think, uh, if you, if you like, uh, fun, uh, interesting kind of thoughtful comic book reading, uh, I think that Jupiter's Legacy is for you, and you should definitely check it out. Okay. Um, What's the premise? Uh, like a very <clears throat> like like sales pitch. Uh, it's it's sort of it's sort of um a, it's just like a sort of superhero-y. Um, uh, Josh DeHamel is going to be voicing the Utopian. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the the line in the trailer is one day you're going to be stronger than anyone else in the world. Every evil you can imagine is going to rise up against mankind, and not for justice, for vengeance. And you're going to be the future. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, cool. In other news, uh, the PlayStation company, known as Sony, um, I know they do other things, but to me they're the PlayStation company. They, the yeah, I mean, they also make uh, Spider-Man movies, so I guess they're that too, but... Uh, they are coming out with PlayStation VR. Oh, yes. Two. Uh, the first PlayStation VR was a pretty, pretty successful, um, if a uh, very young entry into the world of VR. Um, I didn't even know it existed, to be honest, but I've never had a PlayStation. That's fair. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the VR, the PlayStation, the first PlayStation VR, it was a good system. Um, but the technology's come a long way since it. Yeah. Um, especially with, uh, how, how high quality and how low cost the Oculus Quest 2 was. Um, I'm excited to see what PlayStation VR does with this one. Uh, mm-hmm. it is going to be a corded console. Uh, so you are going to have a single cord coming off of you to play it. Um, unfortunately okay. it won't be wireless. But, uh, yeah, that says that it will be coming, but it will not be coming in 2021. So if you are waiting for a VR headset to go along through PS5, you might be waiting a little bit more than a year from now. I thought maybe that they would push that out for Christmas, but um, okay. Here is the story I wanted to talk about. The one I couldn't find. I oh, found it. You found it. Battlestar Galactica's Ron Moore to develop Magic Kingdom TV Universe for Disney+. Plus. If you had to guess what that meant, what would, what would you what would you think that meant? Magic Kingdom isn't that like a is that a book? Oh no no no! Magic Kingdom is 
the Disney Magic Kingdom. This is a television universe based on... Um, the, the series will reportedly take place in a world where all the themed lands and characters of the Disney parks and classic films actually exist in another reality. So... It's going to be a show about Disney World. It's going to be if Disney World was a real place. I mean, it is a real place. No, 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 but no, no, like, no, no, Like, if it wasn't a theme park. If Disney World was, like, a world that existed, but you didn't go visit it. Like, they lived there. And, like, like there's, like, Mickey and Minnie's Land. And there's, like, Snow White's Castle. No. Cinderella's Castle. Mm-hmm. The look on your face is so worth it. I... I'm so... Disney World. Uh, Hero of Wind in the chat says, so Kingdom Hearts. Yes, this is this is Kingdom Hearts without um, the plot. Although, honestly, Kingdom Hearts without the plot would probably be better than Kingdom Hearts with the plot. Um, oh, wow, okay. I, I have strong feelings about Kingdom Hearts 3. I was really let down by that game. I really like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and Kingdom Hearts 3 really just... It, it, it just kneecapped me a little bit. I was very disappointed. Yeah, so Azure at Ravenwitch is saying, please tell me it's for adults so there's some darkness. Like, I, like what no. is this show? What, like... Here's the thing. Once uh, Azure Ravenwitch is, is brought up once upon a time. Once upon a time already did this, except, like, Mickey and Minnie weren't in it. So I think it's yeah. gonna be... It's supposed to be live action. So... So it's gonna be like a kids version of Once Upon a Time, where no one actually has real world problems because it's a kids show. No, there will be real. They're problems. gonna learn how to share and stuff like. I that. don't think I don't think it's gonna be that young. It's gonna be it, like it, Disney Plus doesn't really make that young of content. Look at what we're watching with WandaVision right now, right? Like that's Disney Plus. Like th yeah. to say to say that this is going to be for like five year olds, I don't think is gonna be the case. I think this will be more for like like fourteen to eighteen year olds. Yeah, I just don't think they'd ever like make like the characters like I don't think they'd ever have Mickey Mouse in something as dark as WandaVision. Uh no. No. I here's the thing, I don't know what this is. It's just such a funny I don't think title. Everyone knows what this is. <clears throat> um uh, uh, the first show in this is going to be called the Society of e the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Um, I don't know what that means either. This is a very confusing announcement. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, so like. It, I also, it's... I also, he made he made the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> so. So it's just kind of like, why would you get the guy who... <laughs> have you seen the reboot of Bells Like, like what about that guy made you scream? Yeah, he could do the Mickey Mouse show. That, that, that guy, that's the guy who wants to do the Mickey Mouse show. I don't He's know. brilliant. That's not a... That's not a... That's not a... Yeah, I know. I, yeah. This on Ron Moore. I, I love his work on Battlestar Galactica. I just... This... I, I read this and I was like, I don't know... I don't even know what to take of this. Like, this is... This is so... This is what it is. This is putting the cart before the horse. As far as a universe, they're saying, "All right, we have Disney characters. Let's put, let's make a universe of shows that they'll just exist in, and it'll totally make sense." Yeah, no. Oh, I'm gonna pass on that one. If you had, if you had to make the show, right? What, who, who would you have make the protagonist be, and who would you make the villain be? 
Okay. You have all the Disney characters. Okay. The protagonist mm-hmm. is um, going to be um, Pluto. And the premise of the show... Pluto the dog? Pluto the dog. Brilliant. The protagonist is Pluto greenlit. the dog. Greenlit. You don't even have to say anything else. You The greenlit. Okay, great. I would watch a, I would watch a live-action Pluto the dog show. But no, actually, go Here's on. the thing. He's going to have to figure out what is different between himself and Goofy and what makes himself a dog <laughs> and Goofy a real character. That's the premise of the show. Because I'm still confused. Um, and I think that we need answers. They build an entire universe of television shows to answer the question of why Goofy is a dog, or why Goofy is a can talk person? And, and Pluto can. And, yeah. That's it. That's the whole. That's, that's the, the whole premise. <laughs> that's it. You're welcome. I read. I, read I love it. it. Disney, hire me. Villain um, is Goofy. I'm. I'm oh. happy to give you my cell phone number. Um, to keep Pluto from realizing the truth. Oh my Here's God. the thing. I'm only down for this if Livewire makes an appearance. Livewire. If we listen to each other's eyes, fine, we're never too far apart. And maybe love is the reason why, for the first time ever, we're seeing things eye to eye. What a bop. What Such a, a good song. Yeah. Such a good song. I need more. No, no. Livewire. Livewire is the protagonist of the show. Okay. It is a musical comedy set in the Disney Kingdom, starring Livewire, um, and it is... It's Glee. It's Livewire goes on tour to all of the Magic Kingdom locations. Oh so he, God. like, goes to Hercules Land. He goes to, like... And he... It is a, like, musical comedy about the difficulties of being a touring musician, um, but set around the Disney Kingdom. <clears throat> And so it gets into the like being a being a pop artist at mm-hmm. like a queen's castle versus being a pop artist in like Mushroomland. Mushroom like Mushroomland. I don't know. Where, what is Mushroomland? I was thinking like Alice in Wonderland. But oh, I thought I was like Super Mario. How did we get to the Mushroom Kingdom? No. Um, <clears throat> I I I would be so down for this. I would be so down for this. I mean, honestly, that sounds pretty dope. But I like my idea better because it's very dark. That, it's not really that dark. You can it do that without be. the darkness. It could be. You don't know what Pluto's had to go through. I mean, he's he's a he's a very happy dog. I don't think he's had to go through all that much. He only looks happy because he's a dog. What? He is, he's probably just like crying inside because he doesn't understand why he can't communicate properly like everyone else can. I would be very upset as well, you know, like... <laughs> I can't imagine. If I was the only one out of my friends who couldn't speak, that would be very, very, very sad. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what is life? What is What life? a nonsensical world we live in. Uh, yeah, that's that's my idea for the show. <clears throat> Disney, feel free to call me. Uh, yeah. My price is very reasonable. Um, <laughs> just... it's, it's the minimum. Whatever the WGA minimum is. Uh, you can pay us that, and we'll we'll make you a show. Exactly. <clears throat> um, uh, Dark Dispatch brought up that movie theaters are going to be opening in uh, New York soon. Yes. Which is uh, the next thing I did want to talk about, mm-hmm. but it is big news because, 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 because of the wonderful because, things she does. Because. Um, uh, because we we've been talking a lot about the daily box office. Yeah. Uh, or the weekly box office rather, uh, and how Crudes Two is doing really well. And I was saying that I want Crudes Two to pass Tenet. 
but it has to make like seven million more dollars. Yes. Here's the thing. There are a lot of families in New York City who have not seen Tenet yet. And New York City is one of the largest markets in the country. So when movie theaters reopen in New York, there is a chance that there will be an influx of cash to the Croods too. The movie theaters opening in New York... You mean there's a bunch of families who haven't seen the Croods 2 yet? Yes, that's what I was saying. And not Tenet. Okay. Right, right, right. So, yes, I messed that up. But my point is, Clarus, there was a chance that New York City is reopening its theaters because they know how close the Croods 2 is to passing Tenet. And they know how much we (laughs) need this as a society. They know. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio is working for the Croods 2. And that's the only that's the only explanation here. Yeah. Shin, thank you for gifting another sub to thank Fear the Reaper Shin. 99. Shin, Shin, you're a mad lad. Yeah. Do you Croods. think that this is all about the Croods 2? Uh, 100%. Yeah. That is the only motivation here. Everything else is kind of secondary. You know, it's, it's definitely 100% about the Croods 2. You mm. know, they've been, you know, um, uh, the mayor's been watching our show actually and has been watching and um uh it's mm. like you know we need we need the crudes too to pass tenant like mm-hmm. as a society yeah. as a cultural <laughs> historical moment we need the crudes to make more money than tenant um and so i think it's a i think it's a good move yeah we just need la to follow la if you could also open up so that crudes too could pass tenant i would really i would really appreciate that yeah mm-hmm. um uh cheesy please wants to know why do we need that good question Good uh, moving on. Uh, oh no, hardcore soft popcorn. New York City just realized it needed to be done. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> look, Carus. Uh. I. I. I don't know. The the real reason here is that the numbers. Uh. It looks safe. Honestly, we've been to the movies a few times since the pandemic started. Yeah. Not since we got uh, to Toronto, but yeah, in we Calgary. haven't been in since. July? Um, and I think that there is room for these movie theaters to be running at reduced capacity. I, I just believe that. I think that it's safe. Um, we've done it. It felt safe when we did it. Yeah. Um, it's a huge theater, and if there's only, like, six to ten people in there, obviously capacity mm. will be a little bit more than that, but even yeah. when theaters were open, we, we saw movies with, like, five other humans in the room. Um, so it <clears> felt very <throat> safe. Yeah, and this is, this is a good sign. I mean, New York City has been really aggressive in its vaccination campaign. Uh, and also there's just a belief that uh, so many people in New York City have had COVID, that it is just the the amount of herd immunity there between the vaccine and just tr- the original transmission uh, mm-hmm. is high enough that things like this are safe. I, I don't know if they should open gyms yet. I don't know if they should open places where you're like sweating and working out, but... Like um, breathing heavily? A movie theater where you're sitting down in a large space that's ventilated, uh, that has high ceilings. I, I don't know. This just feels... this It, it feels right. And I, I think that... Th- you know, we, we, the vaccine is starting to come out. You know, we have to start figuring out how to get business going again or else we're going to lose all these businesses. And that is going to be the, 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 the wave of difficulty that we go through as a society if we lose all of the businesses is going to be not just as bad, obviously, mm-hmm. but, but it's going to have a lot of really, really negative downsides to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's an interesting move. Um here in uh it's funny here in ontario it's a little different uh because the peel or the york region (coughs) is not opening movie theaters but is opening Mm. gyms and i definitely think that a movie theater is a safer place to be than Mm. working out at a gym so i think i think you know if new york is going to start anywhere a movie theater Mm. at reduced capacity it's pretty safe yeah um and you know those theaters get cleaned in between each movie anyways yeah. Um, so I, 
Yeah, it's um, you know, it's unfortunate that this it's it's come so far that they believe that, that enough people have been sick that they're going to be okay. Yeah. But it is a reality of the situation and you know, they could do nothing about it or they could try and pick up the economy. So um, I get it. <clears throat> uh, Azure says they do not get cleaned well. It's a spot clean. Uh, Azure, there's a there's a type of um, chemical that they can spray in movie theaters between uh, seatings. Uh, that's what they were doing in Calgary when we were there. Yeah. Uh, and so the the movie theaters are investing in this uh, um, in this chemical that essentially they do like a walk through spray between showings, mm -hmm. uh, and that is able to uh, kill Corona. Uh, and so that is kind of the idea. I, I don't know if that's what New York is going to implement. I hope so. I hope that movie theaters will have that sort of implementation. Um, but um, that th that is how certain places have been doing it safely. Uh, and I, you know, I I, I I think that there 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 are ways to there are ways to mitigate problems. You know what I mean? Um, there are there there are things that we can do um, other than just keep everything closed forever. Mm -hmm. um, and. You know, I we, we take this very seriously. You know, we're we're we follow the rules. We are we are very much. We don't see anyone. We haven't seen anyone in months. Yeah. Um. And we uh, you know, we want to be as safe as possible. Yeah. But the reality of the world is that you know the business. If all of our businesses disappear, and no one has jobs, like the, the, the we do not have welfare systems in place to take care of people in that situation, and so it's mm -hmm. it's really just. Um, it's, it's really just a difficult question of like, how do we do it the safest way possible? Um, cause the, the, the safest thing to do is just to keep everything closed. Right. Yeah. But that has long-term um, <clears throat> ramifications mm -hmm. that we are not prepared to deal with, uh, in the short term. Um, we, we have to, we have to start getting some things going. We have to start opening some businesses up and getting people back yeah. to work a little bit. Just so that, you know, we, we don't have a huge, huge strain on our welfare system in seven months that collapses the welfare system and then we have to kind of like reboot everything, which mm -hmm. would take years. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, mm. I, I just want to say, <clears throat> um, I, I just want to say that I think comparing um, numbers to other tragic events in human history um, is the absolute wrong way to go about this. Um, 500,000 people have died over like we had the the number of deaths mm -hmm. have we gotten i think four hundred thousand or in the states no we're, we've crossed five hundred thousand we crossed five hundred thousand people in the states alone and that is five hundred thousand human beings mm -hmm. who were friends who were mothers who were children who were brothers and sisters um husbands and wives and i think it's really inappropriate to be comparing um, numbers in that sense. Um, I don't think that those numbers are worth less because one time in our history, more people died from other things. Well, um, and I, you know, I think that like, the, it's super important that we acknowledge that because, um, there are, you know, it, it's, it's been dangerous in our society that people have believed that COVID is not a real threat because worse things have happened. Um, and mm -hmm. that has led to more people dying. So, you know, we need to, uh, we need to change our, our discourse about COVID um, and take it as a, the serious threat that it is. 
um, because because so many people have lost their lives. And I agree. I think that, you know, this is the time when things need to start to reopen safely because we have to, you know, we have to move forward here from some point. Um, but I, I definitely think that, um, that dismissing those people who have lost their lives because of this is the wrong way to go about that. 100%. No, I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there, we haven't, there, nothing has, no, nothing has affected modern human life like this since World War II. Yeah. Like, the, to, to, to say that there's anything that you could compare to this is even flawed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think I read somewhere that, like, Corona has now killed more Americans than World War One, World War Two, Korea, and Vietnam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> oh, thank you for those biddies, Azure. Thank you, Azure, I appreciate for those that. bits. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, there, there is no question that Corona has changed life for the... I, I don't think there's any event in human history, <clears throat> uh, or at least in recent human history, mm-hmm. that has changed the way the everybody on the earth lives. Yes. But th- yes. this has this has drastically shifted every I mean other than people in Florida, but for everyone else on earth this has drastically changed the way that we live and sorry that was a bad joke. Um but I well honestly we <clears> the, <throat> we can we know that for a fact because we know people in Florida. Mm-hmm, yeah. So yeah. Um <clears throat> oh, thank you, Harkar Soft Popcorn. Thank you, oh, Popcorn. You guys are too sweet. Just I appreciate truly. that. Um, but but this is this has impacted life more than than anything that you can that you can really like compare it to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on a global scale, my concern for sure. my concern with reopening isn't like callous. Like I'm not being like oh, I just want to reopen. I I'm very fortunate in that I work in my apartment and like I'm okay. Mm-hmm. My concern is the the people who are going to be the most impacted by a slow reopen mm-hmm. that gets jobs down to the lower classes mm-hmm. that aren't the elites mm-hmm. um those are going to be people hurt most by restaurants closing For sure. by movie theaters closing movie theaters. by like these kind Retailers. of businesses that, mm-hmm. that that employ the normal person um and look i know amazon's making bucks i get that but not everyone can work for amazon like people need jobs and Mm -hmm. it really is um i mean we need jobs (laughs) um uh you know it's it's uh i i i'm i'm so i yeah i just um i can yeah i i'm i'm worried about the lower class uh coming back to work Mm -hmm. and having jobs and being taken care of Mm -hmm. in a situation where i don't think there's going to be jobs for them Mm-hmm. And I think, um, Azure, you don't need to say, you, do, you do not need to apologize. Yeah. I totally understand. Unfortunately, uh, the, this is a tough topic and I know that this is tough for chat and there's going to be feelings and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, cheesy, please. I, I, I really think that, uh, I don't want to call you up, but I really think that you should go look at, um, the way that you're approaching the situation. Um, and, uh, Rebel, if you could just, um, hey, can you time out cheesy for me, please? I would just appreciate that. Um, but, um, I... I am concerned about the people who I think are going to be the most affected by a slow opening. Yeah. A lot of those people are going to be people of color. Um, I, you know, I worked in the restaurant industry in New York. Mm. I know how many people work in the restaurant industry in New York. Yeah. And I know how many of those and people... And survive off of it. But, but not just that. I know how many of those people are undocumented and do not get government assistance. Right. And I have a lot of friends who I, you know, I'm... I'm I, I, I have a lot of friends who I know are in positions 
where they're not receiving government government assistance through mm-hmm. all this, and the restaurants they worked at are closed. Yeah. And I am worried for them because yeah. I care about them, and and I, I I just I am worried that those restaurants never coming back impacts people yeah. who are the most vulnerable. For sure. And I I don't you know I that that that's where my concern is. I want things to reopen because I want. I want things to reopen safely because I want people to have jobs and be able to take care of their families. For sure. And I, I think that New York has been pretty uh, aggressive in their approach to combating this. In certain ways. <laughs> now. It, it, yeah. Now. And here's the thing. You know, um, <clears throat> obviously mistakes have been made all across the board. Um, but, you know, they did go into lockdown and other places didn't. Um, mm-hmm. And they are really definitely trying to get back on their feet, which is something that I can appreciate. <clears throat> and so I think... Reopening movie theaters at reduced capacity yeah. is like a good first step, um, because it gives people something. Um, it gives people a stress release. It gives people jobs. Mm-hmm. It gives people something to look forward to. Something to take their kids to, so that the crews too can be tenant in numbers. And <clears throat> I, we know that this that's what this is about. But I think that um, I think that that you have to make the effort to earn things like that. Mm-hmm. And it does seem that the effort has been made in the recent weeks mm-hmm. um, to try and get things back on their feet. So I think as long as it's done safely, obviously precautions are going to be taken, um, then it's something. You know, it's it's a small victory, and I hope it doesn't backfire. Um, well, and, you know, hopefully things warm up. Uh, hopefully we have an early spring this year and mm-hmm. outdoor dining can resume faster. Yes. Um, things mm-hmm. like that, I you know. Uh, and uh, as in our chat... Uh, I, I know it scrolled on the video, but um, I, I, I saw that you, uh, you you lost your grandparent. I just want to say I'm so sorry. I I, yeah. I've, um, I I know how difficult it has been for so many people, um, and this has been a really this has been a tough time. Um, yeah. You know, I, I lost my grandmother uh, early on in the pandemic, um, not to COVID, but um, because of COVID, uh, we couldn't gather for her, and that was really difficult. Um, Mm-hmm. And we still haven't held any ceremony or any sort of funeral or anything yet because mm-hmm. we're all just kind we want to do it when we're, we can be together. It, it is important to us that we do it as a family. And the fact that we haven't been able to do that yet is, is, is it still weighs on me, you know, and it's tough. And so, Azure, I'm, I'm so sorry that you've had that difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, Azure says, uh, my only concern with reopening theaters is how will you get people to keep their masks on? Movie theaters will be selling food because that is how they make their money. And laughing yes. will spread much particles. So um, they, they do sell food and you can take your mask off at the movies that we've been to to eat. Mm-hmm. However, um, from our understanding of COVID, it's about the viral load mm-hmm. in the moisture, in the particles in the air. And um, you like you can kind of measure that in, a, in like a... a volume yeah I guess like movie theaters are large because the screen is so tall there's so much space in there that if you have a handful of people um the 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 viral load is dispersed Mm -hmm. so quickly um that it's actually very hard to contract COVID and you have to if as long as you're sitting far enough away from each other are good yeah as long as you're sitting far enough away from each other, the, the risk of that Azure isn't very high. Yeah. Um, so when we went, every other row was blocked off. Yeah. And then every few seats were blocked off. And I'm not saying that there's no risk. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, But th- 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 there just is risk. You know what I yeah. mean? And um, Rockmage says they'll wait. And like, look, I, I think 100%. that the majority of people will. Yeah. I think that in New York City, where they have a significant section of their population that's vaccinated now, 
why not open? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, there are and a if, lot of people that have the vaccine. Because there's because there's a per, there's an amount of personal choice in that now, mm-hmm. where if you're vaccinated, you I, and you want to go to the movies, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, or if you're vaccinated and you want to work, <laughs> no. You know, I, I, having that choice would be great. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. Uh, Frank Bean says, I won't go till I'm vaccinated. I feel the same way. I probably won't go till I'm vaccinated. But once I'm vaccinated, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy life again. You know what I mean? And like, I'm, I'm still gonna be careful. I'm so, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to being around elderly people and people who I know have disease or, um, conditions that are. Like autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune diseases, like anything like that. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I, I intend to put my money back into my community once I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I want to take the money I'm spending. Yeah. Um, I've spent too much money on Amazon in this pandemic and I, I, I'm. Yeah, we would need to spend it other places. That's because of need. And like, I've been needing things and it's hard to get them elsewhere because everything in Toronto is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- once this pandemic is over, I intend to take my money into my community and spend it places so that I can help rejuvenate the economy of my local community. Mm-hmm. And I hope that a lot of people do that. I hope that people don't get stuck in the cycle of just giving all their money to Amazon. Yeah. I hope that we take our dollar bills and we spend them in our communities so that the people around us, you know, that the, the communities that we live in can rebuild from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, <clears throat> it's a tricky situation and I think that personal choice plays a big part of it. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. all have to do our part and we all have to be smart and we have to be safe. Mm. Um, yeah. Don't be reckless. Don't be reckless. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be, um, I think if they do open, which is the plan, you know, there's going to be a lot of eyes watching New York to yeah. see what, how the numbers are affected and stuff like that. So that perhaps other people or other businesses can follow in their example We'll see. Here's the thing. I think movie theaters are pretty safe. Um, yeah. It's it's when we start to open gyms and indoor dining that I think that we're gonna that things might get more complicated. Um, and that's you know I, I, I the places I don't think are problems retail. I don't see how in your ten minutes in the gap, you're you know with a mask on you're really in any danger. Um, yeah, especially because they, they tend to have very high ceilings yeah. in those big stores. I don't know, things like that. If, if I can go to Shopper's Drug Mart, if Shopper's Drug, Shopper's Drug Mart is no more dangerous than The Gap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it's more, it's more, <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, we saw that, Rock Mage. <laughs> anyway, uh, we should probably end the show. Mm-hmm. We're still recording. We're yeah. going to keep talking to you all in the Twitch chat, don't worry. But yeah. we are going to end the morning show here. Uh, y'all, Move Theater's opening in New York. It's It, it might be a good thing, it might be a bad thing. Um, I was really excited about it for a moment, and then I started to think about it, and it is complicated, and the problem is the world is complicated, but, um, you know what's not complicated? I'm gonna be beating a beach run later today, and you can come watch that, 2pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. Uh, you're gonna be back tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm on tomorrow, I'm gonna be playing some Pokemon Emerald. What? Um, yeah, I know. What? I know, I know. Love um, it. we gotta, we gotta get our seventh badge. Um, and we have to decide on who we want our sixth Pokemon to be to take on the Elite Four. Ooh. So if you want if you want an opinion in on that, come hang out with me at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. You're not going to catch Rayquaza? No, I'm not going to use Legendaries for the Elite Four. Love it. Love yeah, it. I just was like, nah, let's just go. Let's, let's not. And on that note, y'all, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye. Bye.